you're listening to Life Lessons with Laura. How is it going? How are you? How is your heart today? How are you feeling? I am just on such a good vibe today. I woke up early this morning. I, you know, did my usual flow. I got a meditation in. I did my makeup to my positive affirmations this morning. I did a little bit of yoga, slow flow, juicy yoga. And then I made myself a little breakfast and sat down to work. And um, it's been a great day so far. I'm currently on my lunch break. Um, I've never recorded the pod in the middle of the day before, but for some reason I was just like, my energy and my vibe and my happiness just like needs to be shared. So I really wanted to talk about loyalty. I wanted to discuss kind of how I view loyalty, what loyalty means to me, and then maybe dive into, um, you know, how, how can we show up as more loyal people in our lives, in our friends, families' lives, and everyone around us. So let's dive right in. So To me, my definition of loyalty is when we recognize the importance in the connections that we have with other people, and then we act in a way that not only supports those connections and protects them, but also strengthens them. So the best way, the only, the only way I see loyalty is it is undying. It is not something that expires. It's not something that, you know, you're loyal to a person, you break up with them. Let's talk relationships first. You know, you're in a relationship with somebody, you're telling this person you're loyal to them. They, you know, unravel their whole life. They tell you deepest, darkest parts of themselves in hopes that you'll honor, cherish them as they are. And opening up and being authentic with people requires a sense of vulnerability. It requires a sense of courage. So for you to be a loyal person, you need to take that to the grave. You know, in my opinion, loyalty is not something that expires. If I, I am still holding on to secrets from people that I will never speak to again. You know, it's something that is so precious and treasured to be a loyal person. It's very, very important in relationships. Um, It's also important in your family life. I mean, you know that you're going to live your entire life alongside life, sorry, alongside your family. And with that being said, like, you have to show up as a loyal person for them in order to gain their trust and continue to uphold their trust. I think loyalty and trust kind of go hand in hand in this manner. So, you know, I mean, just having that bond of loyalty just makes you and this partnership with these people stronger even if the partnership dissipates and doesn't exist anymore it's still up to you to uphold the things that you promised you would so I'm just thinking of relationships because you know oftentimes those are the deepest connections we have with people 
and we hold space for people to tell us the deepest, most intimate parts of themselves. And we have to make sure that we are somebody worthy of that. And being worthy of that, in my opinion, is being loyal to them, regardless of being with them or not. You know, it's easy to talk shit about somebody. It's easy to spill all the beans when you're mad or upset or angry. But it takes a certain aesthetic, a certain strength to uphold something you once promised, even though that relationship isn't there anymore. Loyalty is also a huge testament to somebody's self-control. I will give you an example. So I was previously married and divorced, and after that relationship, I had an extremely difficult relationship for the following five years off and on. Um, this is one of, this is that relationship I keep referring to um, that I'm still feel like I'm healing from because it was so extremely traumatic. Um, you know, so this is a perfect example actually of loyalty because in this relationship with this person who was a narcissistic pathological liar, I was I was abused and manipulated and taken advantage of and betrayed on every single level. My physical body was betrayed. My emotions were betrayed. Being an empathic, caring person, um, he really just took advantage of the fact that he knew he could manipulate me to feeling guilty or bad when he knew he was doing something wrong. Um, my so emotional, physical, mental well-being was all compromised. It was all extremely betrayed. And you would think at that point that person does not deserve loyalty. I think a lot of people would say that person deserves no loyalty. They betrayed you on every level. They were not respectful to you. They were not loyal to you. They were not any sense of the word good towards you. But let me tell you something. The only thing that we can control is ourselves. So for me... The only thing I could control was myself, knowing that it would take every single ounce of power in my body to get up from this horribly toxic, extremely abusive situation, take all every ounce of energy and power I had in my body to get up and walk away and go ghost, never say another word to this person, never speak about this person, you know, never... I mean, obviously I'm speaking about them now, <laughs> but never speak about this person in a, a negative light in the sense of telling all their secrets or telling the world what it is that they actually do or, you know, just going down a rabbit hole of vindictive, vengeful behavior. That's not going to serve me in any way, shape or form. Self-control is the biggest testament of loyalty because it takes so much control to be abused to the highest degree and walk away and do nothing back. It takes so much self-control to say, I'm going to let their karma handle them. Because for me, I want my karma to continue to stay good and pure and clean and I want to ensure that all of my good intentions, my good wishes, my goodwill, my respect, my honesty, my everything good that I put into that relationship, I have to I have to have faith in knowing 
my karma will come back to me tenfold just as their karma will come back to them tenfold. So in this situation, it took everything in me to sit in my car after the biggest event took place, block them on everything, and never speak to them again. That took so much power, and that is a testament to my own loyalty in this situation because I could have burned them. I could have literally burned them to the ground to the point where they're buried and their entire life is ruined. But that's not who I am, and why would I want to make that person suffer? If you think about it, people who lash out at other people are not happy. People who come at other people, you know, with malicious intent, are not happy people. If they were happy, they'd be vibing. They'd be living their life. They'd be enjoying themselves just as I am now. And those happy people, like, we got to stay, stay coarse. We got to stay true to that. We got to continue being that beacon of light for other people who are not so happy. We can't, you know, lower ourselves to their level and act in a way that is vindictive or you know, aggressive towards them or just get on their level, period. Like, we have to stay loyal and true to ourselves no matter what. That's why when these situations happen to me, I can stand there and say, I've been burned. I've been burned to the point where I feel I have no emotions left, but I will still be kind to the next person who approaches me. I'm not going to turn cold because of this experience or this situation. I'm going to choose to do the best that I can with all the tools that I have. And for me, that meant staying loyal, staying quiet about everything I know that could totally ruin this person's life. Like, it's just karma. You have to have this, for me, I have to have this faith in karma and just knowing that he'll get his, he'll get his. I'm just going to continue doing good things and hope that I get good in return and know that That's the best I can do. And really just make peace with that. I have another example of loyalty. So one of my best friends got into a relationship and then I became friends with their partner. They dated for about three years and then at the three-year mark, um, their partner wanted to break up with them and didn't really know how to navigate that. So I ended up kind of caught in the middle, but not really. I basically just distanced myself a little bit from the friend. I nurtured my best friend because they were my friend from the beginning, and naturally my loyalty lies with them. So, you know, my friend gets into a relationship, I become friends with them both. At the end of the day, the person I was friends with first and for the longest, I will always have their back. I will always have both of their backs because I'm friends with both of them. Which means in situations like this where they're having a disagreement, I take a step back. I let them sort through their issues. I let them sort through their problems and the things that they're going through. And I just, you know, take a seat in the back. And I let it unfold as it will. I support my best friend in every way that they need. And then, you know, naturally, it's been maybe like six to eight months since they've separated. And I'm able to be friends with them both. I didn't step on anybody's toes, I didn't meddle in the middle, you know, I didn't do anything that was going to detract from them getting that healing that they both needed. And I 
was certainly not going back and forth between the two of them like oh my gosh this person said this this person said this you have to step back you have to stay loyal to your friend step back let the situation unfold and you know then you get the best of both worlds like now I'm cool with them both I have no issues with any any of that whereas if I had gotten in the middle and played between the two of them that could have ended up really messy for them could have ended up messy for me and everyone involved yeah so loyalty is very important it goes hand in hand with trust and I think people who are loyal are trustworthy because those people know how to stay loyal and I think people who are trustworthy are loyal because trustworthy people are not going to turn around and talk shit about you behind your back trustworthy people are not going to violate you on every aspect like my ex did Um, and trustworthy people don't have you questioning or guessing where they are trustworthy people you know you have this understanding that you know when you can trust somebody you have this understanding that they're not going to do you wrong they're not going to be disloyal to you or betray you because you trust them they go hand in hand. So I just wanted to talk about that today. I don't know really why. I guess it's because I I was thinking about self-control and the amount of composure that it took me. Like the fact that I'm still healing, like I still find it difficult. And it's like every single day that passes, I honestly have to give myself a pat on the back and say like, you're doing a great job. Because at any point in time, I could, you know, like, go back to these old ways of being in a toxic situation, and I will never do that. And I'm very, I'm extremely proud of myself for the amount of self-control that I have. It is a skill. It's a skill I did not have when I was younger, and... (laughs) Honestly, like, yeah, I wonder how different I would have been if I knew all of the tools that I know today. If I knew about emotional intelligence, if I knew about neurolinguistic programming and mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, if I knew how narcissists work, if I, you know, it's just so interesting to think about that. How... Can you show up in your life more trusting? How can you be more loyal to those in your circle? I think these are good questions to think about and really contemplate. And like, what are some ways in your life that you have shown self-control? What are some areas in your life where you know you have good karma coming to you? And how can you generate more? How can you do more good for others? And for yourself. Karma is this beautiful energy that promises faith, hope, 
peace, contentment. For me, I put solace in knowing karma will take care of it. That's honestly the way I was able to, to control myself in this crazy situation. Just telling myself, karma will take care of it, karma will take care of it. Do not stoop to that level of low. Do not get on their level. You are so much better than that. You're so much better than that. You can continue to vibe on your high level of peace, honesty, tranquility, love, joy, compassion, care. And you don't have to mess with those those low people. You let them stay low and you continue to rise. You continue to be a good person regardless. They can do the worst to you and you will still be who you are. I think that is power. That's another reason why I talk about authenticity so much. It takes courage, literally takes courage to be yourself and say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to stoop to that level. I'm going to stay grounded. I'm going to stay being a good person, whatever that means to you. So I hope that I've given you some things to contemplate today. I really feel like loyalty is hard to come by these days, especially with social media and with how everybody is so glued to their phones. It's, it's too quick to send a text. It, it's not like before where you'd have to freaking write a letter and, you know, dial a phone that was like, well, you know those phones I'm talking about with the, um, where you put your finger in and like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to, I have to look it up because that's going to bother me. But um, yeah, I feel like loyalty is hard to come by these days. People don't, don't act that way. It's, it's too easy for people to go and lash out and, you know, get justice, whatever that means to them or get, you know, some kind of reprieve for having had gone through something, but to know that they will have theirs, they will get theirs. That should be enough. For a lot of people, it's not. <laughs> I know for me, like, I struggle with that heavy. The things that this person did, you can't even fathom. You can't even write a book as good as this. You can't create a Netflix series with the amount of drama this person created, caused, and continued to thrive in is actually shocking. I will make an episode on this, I promise. I just, it takes a lot of self-control and I know that firsthand, but I also know that you have so much power within you to do anything you set your mind to. Anything you set your mind to is tangible. We are literally limitless. The only limits we have are what we put on ourselves in our mind. Backspace, delete, get rid of it because you don't need any limits. You're limitless. Continue to be that way. Continue to thrive. Continue to be a good person. And you'll get good back, I promise. I'll be patient. (laughs) I will wait for my good to come to me. I know it will come to me one day. One of these days, I am going to find a partner where we can laugh at this together. 
I know one of these days I'm going to be completely healed and this person is not even going to be a blip on the radar to me. Oh my god, so I looked it up and it's called a rotary phone. I knew it. You know where you put your finger in and you're like five and you gotta pull it all the way up to the top? Anyways, <laughs> that's what it was. There's a couple journal prompts if you're into journaling. Um, if you're not much of a journaler, you can just think about what your answers would be. But I think it's helpful personally in my self-development to ensure that I ask myself questions. Like I actually continue to question my sense of reality. So let me give you a little bit of context to the reason why I do that. We've all heard of the term neuroplasticity. If you have not heard of that term before, it's essentially known as neural plasticity or brain plasticity, which is the ability of neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. So you can essentially rewire your brain to function in a different way than it has previously. Um, so these changes are crazy. Um, I mean, you can make systemic adjustments like cortical remapping and neural oscillation. You can circuit and network changes, which teaches you how to learn a new skill or, or maintain a new ability in some way, shape, or form. Um, and essentially, you can learn how to mitigate all the different environmental influences in your life in a way that's more favorable to you. Our brains naturally strengthen neural pathways that they're familiar with. So that's why a lot of these self-help books will teach you or tell you if you want to get a new habit, you have to do it for 28 days straight. Then it will become a habit. Why? That's how our brains are wired to work. In neuroplasticity, our minds consistently go to things that they're most familiar with because that's the job of the brain. And that is to keep you safe. So how did we evolve and adapt is our brains are essentially looking to answers, looking to find answers at all times. Now, neuroplasticity is the ability to learn new things, is the ability for our brains to grow, adapt, change, improve, and ultimately evolve. They're rapidly changing, growing, and adapting. So let's say I wake up tomorrow with a negative thought. Okay, let's say I'm like, man, I feel like shit today. And the next day I wake up and I repeat that, man, I feel like shit today. There's only going to be maybe two, three days where I start to actually feel like shit. And that is because our brains are neuroplastic. So our brains will start to wire themselves in the repetition that makes the most sense. So essentially, neurolinguistic programming is something I was really interested in because it's how we train our minds. It's essentially how we use linguistics to train our minds. That's why journaling is so important to me and it's a tool I use to grow personally because you want to constantly question your belief systems. Maybe there's a way that they can improve through consistent questioning. Maybe you're going to have certain experiences that change the way you think and maybe you want to adapt as a result of that. The best way to do that is just to question yourself, to continuously ask yourself different questions to try to identify ways in which you would like to improve or even just it will help you realize the ways that you're acting based on your thought patterns. So 
With regards to loyalty, I have three different journal prompts for you. Journal prompt number one. In your words, define what loyalty means to you. In your words, define what loyalty means to you. Journal prompt number two is, please feel free to pause this, by the way, um, at any point, because I, I don't want to sit here and like be silent while you think about it. Just, just pause it after the question. <laughs> so number two is, describe what you expect from a loyal friend or partner. Describe what you expect from a loyal friend or partner. Journal prompt number three. What actions have you taken to show your loyalty? What actions have you taken that demonstrate your loyalty? I saw a quote that said, True loyalty takes years to build, but only seconds to destroy. Loyalty is such a powerful force that is just such a perfect quote about loyalty. True loyalty takes years to build, but only seconds to destroy. And even though in my previous relationship that loyalty was absolutely destroyed, he absolutely does not deserve any ounce of loyalty from me. I'm not going to turn around and, and, you know, tell all his secrets to the world. I refuse to. I'm not that type of person. And I just hope that my karma can speak volumes on that. And I will in turn get somebody who gives me that same love and loyalty. So with that being said, I hope you are enjoying your day. Or if not, that you can find something that you're grateful for, be it a deep belly breath, be it a bite of really delicious food, be it your glass of water or your morning coffee maybe was just right. Did you have a good hair day? Did you choose an outfit that made you smile? find the good continue to find the good and the good will continue to find you i'm sending you all my love all my loyalty <laughs> and we'll talk soon thank you for listening to another episode of life lessons with me <laughs> bye